Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello and welcome to Still Got Legs, a Doctor Who rewatch podcast brought to you by Another Happy Studios. This week we've landed in Cardiff and a familiar green face returns. This is Boomtown. It's you, you do this. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I know the role here. You do the intro, then you normally want you normally start us off. Well, I just wanted to see what would happen. I just wanted to see if you would take the reins, or if if you would just just die in a puddle and leave it to me. And uh... I didn't die. I, I died in absolutely no puddles. I was just waiting to see if you'd step up to the plate with your responsibilities. So. There was. Well, I was waiting to see if you would step up to the plate with your responsibilities. I think that's so a it's toxic always, management. It's always uh, it's always a good rule of thumb for a uh, co-host to pick up the slack whenever anything goes wrong. You frequently laugh about how you don't pick up my slack and just let me suffer. <laughs> no, but that's different. Oh, okay. Oh, is it? I think you're being a toxic manager for someone that claims he owns this podcast uh, rather than a fifty-fifty ownership. I think you're a uh, now that you now that the pressure's been put on you and the responsibility is yours to uphold it. You don't want to claim it. That's what I think. Stop it! <laughs> For fuck's sake! No. Uh, anyway, hello everyone. Welcome to uh, Still Got Legs, our silly little Docky Who show. How are you doing? You can't answer. Uh, how are you doing, Lawrence? <laughs> I'm Nathan, by the way. That's Lawrence. Hello. Hello. I did wonder who that was for. I was yeah. like, should, should I say something? Uh, I'm well, Nathan. I'm doing very good. I found out some mind-blowing information, but is it related to Doctor Who? It is so related to Doctor oh, okay. Who, well, specifically this podcast. Let's hear it. Let's welcome. To, I was going to do a segment. There's no segment. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to this segment. <laughs> um, right. Oh, if you're new what, to the show, what was that? Why? Why are you having trouble? <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Because I don't. I don't know. It's such an obscure fact, and okay. I, I'm trying to find my way into it. So, those of you that are new to this episode. 
Uh, or new to the show, new to, new to the show, and this is your favourite episode of Doctor Who, and you okay. just wanted to find a podcast that spoke about this episode. Um, hello, hello, stick Firstly, around. Thank you. Yeah, stick around, and also check out what we've already done. Yeah, uh, it, it's fun. Uh, but we don't like Adam, uh, do no. we, Nathan? No, we don't. And tell us, t- just for the new ones, tell us who Adam is briefly. Yeah, uh, he's a fuckhead. Um, he briefly joined Team Tardis, uh, circa two thousand five. Um. After just doing fuck all um, with the Dalek and then just being a fuckhead in space. And then he got a big hole in his head. And we just don't like him because he's a fuckhead. Yeah, he is a fuckhead. We don't like him at all. Merch, uh, fuck Adam t-shirt merch coming soon. Uh, But Nathan, I found out (laughs) something while searching for a little joke on Twitter. I searched Adam Doctor Who. Okay. And I found his Wikipedia page. Oh, no. And I'll tell you... Wait, Adam the character? Adam the character. Is this his Wikipedia or is this like his, his TARDISpedia or whatever it is? It's, it's like his TARDIS. It's TARDIS.fandom.com yeah. slash Adam slash Mitchell. Right, you can imagine my shock when I scrolled down uh, to find some nice images of Adam on this page. Um, okay. Curiosity got the better of me. Why was you doing when this I, anyway? Just for a laugh. I was bored. <laughs> I had like 20 minutes to kill before we came on. Uh, okay. So it was like, a, not long enough for me to do any work, but long enough for me to just dick around. Should I be looking up his TARDIS.fandom page? Uh, you can do if you want, but I've got it up, and basically, I was so curious to yes. see that he had a column called Adam's Revenge. <laughs> what? I know. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, in a comic uh, called Endgame, and I think there's another one called Mystery Date. Um, I could, I that could just be the comic with a pub uh, with an unknown date of publishing. I don't know. Uh, I'm hearing this for the first time. You are. Um, Adam's mother died shortly after the Doctor left Adam on Earth. Oh, no. And Adam became angry at the Doctor for erasing the technology that could have saved her. What, the microchip? Yeah, I don't look, <laughs> I don't understand that. Okay. But either way, I think I think it's a writer that's just gone, we can get something out of this. <laughs> Adam spent years doing nothing with his life, but he was seeing the Doctor and Rose pop up all throughout history without him. I'm not sure how he was seeing that. <laughs> Because uh, they don't really go back to Earth and do any notable things. At least Nine and Rose don't. Um, but basically, he eventually decided to use the technology in his head to steal from corporate accounts, giving him the means to undertake his revenge. At some point, Adam was taken to the Black Archive by Unit to have his record as a companion of the Doctor stripped from him. <laughs> okay. His memories of the visit there were subsequently erased and he was sent on his way. Um <laughs> Basically, I don't know how he did it, but Adam has somehow found a way to secure some Cyberman technology. What? Uh, and, yeah, I don't know. This is the leap that the the article makes as well. Um, Adam then searched... No, Adam then lured out a time agent with his Cyberman technology. Yes. Stole his Vortex manipulator. Yeah. This is 2005's very capable physically Adam, by the way. Yeah. Um, he... <laughs> He then spent fucking years scouring the universe with his vortex manipulator to find the Doctor and Rose, right? Well, so just like popping up in like random times and planets and just... Have like, you seen a man with big ears Have anywhere? you seen a big blue box anywhere? <laughs> um, Adam soon learnt of the Doctor uh, and his status as a Time Lord and his ability to regenerate, something oh. that he didn't obviously know. There we go. 
So his theory of looking for a man with uh, blue, uh, just blue ears, big ears, yes. um, was flawed because the Doctor could have, you know, had many different forms. Yes. Um, he then the one thing that he could do was set out as he remembered from having his memory of being a companion stripped yeah. with the names of the other files. Okay. Uh, he set out to then capture the companions of these Doctors, and basically, to cut a long story short. He went round to every single iteration of the Doctor at one point, stole the companion from him. So, like, Martha's been kidnapped, Clara's been kidnapped, Amy, Roar, everyone you know. That's, that is a regular TARDIS uh, journey of companion. Has been kidnapped by Adam, at which point the Ninth Doctor caught wind of this, dropped Rose off home went over through time and space to get all various incarnations of the Doctor that have ever been. So ever been prior to him and, you know, ahead of his time. And basically, like, 15 Doctors rocked up to Adam's place and just beat him up. (laughs) (laughs) What? Uh, At this point, for some reason, the Master is here at this point. Um... And I don't know what the master wanted, but Which eventually master? Adam worked. Hmm? Which master? I think it might be the seventh. Whoever was the master when the seventh Doctor was kicking about. Okay. Um, but either way, he met the ninth Doctor. Finally, revealed his true identity. He was like, "I'm Adam," um, and he he vented about his anger and explained his plans for revenge and how he wasted his life. Uh, the Doctor, the Doctor being the ninth Doctor, and this is a quote, was unsympathetic to his plight. Um, so Adam struck the Doctor down. Uh, he told the Doctor that he hated his own incarnation the most and kicked him before leaving. Um, so, so basically, uh, at one point, they, they, you know, they rocked up. Uh, the Master was there. The Master was like, you're doing a good job, Adam. Adam then figured out that he was being manipulated by the Master. That's all it says. I'm not sure how. Um, then the ma- then, <laughs> then Adam... Uh, Twatted the master around the head with quote a sharp object, uh, and then <laughs> Adam died. <laughs> what? But then Doctor went back to unit, restored Adam's file as a companion, and his gravestone reads Adam a companion true. Oh no, I hate that. <laughs> so I'm I'm sorry that went on a little bit, and you probably no one that came here for Boomtown wanted to hear any of that, but it's. <laughs> If you've been listening to the podcast, you know that Adam is something that we've hotly debated. Um, and first I thought we all, could finally put him to bed with his own death that is apparently canon. First of all, Russell T. Davies, if you're listening, and I know you are, um, there, there's still time to refilm the 60th anniversary special <laughs> and do a, <laughs> a live action adaptation of Adam's <laughs> Revenge because I think it's what the people want to see. Um so so let's let's find a way to get that happening. I I for one would love to see all of the doctors just rock up and just beat the shit out of Adam. Um that would be my personal highlight. Uh, That's one of my favorite things. They just go and beat it. They don't go and be like Adam, what you're doing is wrong. Yeah. They go and beat him up. Very in character for the doctor as well just to Yeah. all just to get all of you and just to go beat someone up. Um, it's the equivalent of like going and getting your dad and yeah. <laughs> being like we're gonna we're gonna pick on this person. Amazing. Well that if that... If, if that's your favourite story, by the way, I paraphrase the hell out of that. 
So if I got I'll a detail wrong, it. shut up. I'll have to find the the comics and read it. <laughs> Please, I want a more yeah. detailed rundown of all the things I probably got wrong. Yeah. Anyway, sorry about that, everyone. But well, I had that was to do great. It. That was that was what a lot of fun that was. Boomtown, Nathan. Where are we? Um, Cardiff. We are in Cardiff. What episode is this? Uh, uh, Eleven. Eleven, indeed. Yes. Um, how many we got left with Big Got Two, Big Chris? Two more after this. Fucking hell. Yeah. So really, not long left uh, with with uh, Christopher Eccleston at all, and I'm gonna miss it for one. Hmm. I for one am definitely going to miss it. Um, I've come to not that you know I know I didn't before, but I'm re- I'm really enjoying spending time with the Knife Doctor. I've enjoyed seeing him grow. Uh, and ch- Ooh, someone's looking bougie with their glass <laughs> bottle of water. <laughs> oh, come on. I got it from Ikea. I was like, like well, you get in a fancy restaurant. We're like, would you like some water for the table? And they bring I, out I, these big glass bottles. I, I love freezing water. Like, it's my favourite thing. And the tap is never quite cold enough for me. So I fill that up before bed, put it in the fridge, come downstairs. I've got a great, nice bottle of cold water. No one cares. Um, He's getting yourself a hydro flask. I see. I keeps had it, one. Keeps it and cool. Then I, well, I, I had one. And then I cleaned it one time, put fairy liquid in it, forgot I'd I'd washed it, um, and left the lid on it with fairy liquid in it for the longest time. Uh, and now every time I smell it, I can't shake the fairy liquid. See, smell. the trick is to just never wash it. I mean, it's, it's, all it's had in it is water. Exactly. Are we being gross? I feel nah, like that's gross. That's but... fine. I feel like that's fine. Yeah, I fine. think it's fine. Yeah. It's just yeah. water. It's just water, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> yeah, every get off our backs. Yeah. <laughs> no, I. The reason we did this podcast was so that um, I think we wanted to discuss. We wanted a place to discuss Doctor Who more in depth, and I realised that I've kind of never done that with Nine's era. Yes. Um. So I'm really, really enjoy. I'm definitely going to miss him when he goes, and I've gained. It's not that I didn't like him before, like Nathan said, but I've I've gained such an appreciation for like how he played the part and kind of the. The pressure he must have been under to undertake this part as well, because it it can't have been an easy fucking role to just go. Yeah, I'll give that a go. And he has really grown over the course of the season as well. He's mm. like from from where we first saw him, he was quite a a uh, a more darker version of the character. He he has definitely softened um, due to his time with uh, Rose and and well Jack as well. I guess Jack's on the team now as well. So yeah. And let's 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 get into it. Jack is on the team. Yes. Um, feels like it, they've probably done some more stuff. Um, well, yeah, they you get the hint that they've not just gone straight from World War Two to here. There's been a few a few journeys in between. Yeah. What do you think about this? Uh, this is this is the first. I mean, maybe not in the classic era, but we always just reference kind of new who, I guess, in this. Yeah. Um, this is the first tardis team we've had really oh, definitely not the first tardis team like in oh no, no, no. <laughs> all of doctor who but yeah. yeah in the revival yeah this is the first uh tardis team we've had basically um yeah. and it doesn't last long but yeah it's good i i i always enjoy the dynamic of um a, a tardis team rather than a tardis duo i think mm. i feel like there's there's more to play with there really if if the doctor's got a like a group of two or three companions around. I always enjoy that more than just two of them, personally. Yeah. I, I also think it works because 
the the doctor kind of needed to be put a little bit the doctor and rose's dynamic needed to be put on ice after the last episode they were horny they were too horny for each other yeah yeah so they, what they need is a big boisterous american <laughs> running around and being i i, I would i don't want to jump ahead but i i put imagine going to the cardiff uh the, the cardiff bay uh and having a nice lunch out on the pier yeah um and you've got john barman being like and then i said this right yeah. next to your I, table <laughs> I thought that too. I couldn't imagine being someone else at that restaurant. I would have had the worst time <laughs> just trying to read my paper on a Sunday morning or whatever. And then there's just this table of just ignorant, just idiots all screaming and laughing at each other. You best believe I'd have sat there and just shook my head in silence as I did nothing. <laughs> yeah, same. I would have been so mad that I would have left and gone somewhere else. Um, but Before yeah. saying I had a lovely time to the waitress on my way out. <laughs> and probably tipping them for not helping me shush them down. And that's anything. how we yeah. do it in Britain, okay? <laughs> Hell yeah. It's, pro- it's probably, I know, yeah, but it's probably not how they do it in Cardiff, is it? They probably have a bit more, uh, I feel I feel like the Cardiff locals would have been <laughs> getting a bit more what fucking you, What irate. are you trying to say about the Welsh? <laughs> I'm saying they're braver than me. <laughs> I, feel like you've all, I feel like you're always um, very derogatory towards the Welsh. I'm not derogatory. Don't, don't put that on me. <laughs> Lovely neighbours to the uh, to the west. That is true. Um, all right. Well, so let's the episode. Um, <clears throat> one of my favourite things about this episode of all time. Uh, is it takes the as we spoke about the Slovene uh, in in. Um, oh yeah, the, the Slovene bar. Yeah, they're, they're back. Well, one of them. Uh, they were in, what were they in? What, World War Three, and what was the other one called? Aliens in London. Aliens of London, actually, I think oh, we said it was. Shit, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what I like is this episode takes the silly farting monster and goes, what if what if she begged the Doctor to acknowledge the sanctity of life? <laughs> um, and just, just, just a great one all around for the kids. Um, but I think this is a, this is a more of an emotionally complex episode than I... I remembered it was a bit deep, but they get into some fucking shit in this. Uh, yeah, when I when I was younger, I feel like this would have been an episode that I found to be uh, more boring. Really, it was probably if I was an idiot on Twitter and didn't understand how TV works, I would have called this filler. <laughs> Topical. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Got you. <laughs> um, yeah, but um, oh, sorry, David. David just fell. But now that now that I'm older and stuff, I'm like, oh no, this is actually oh, fuck David Stone. Fucking this... stop! <laughs> Just put him down. No, he's like, he wants to stand up. I see. <laughs> There's yeah, it's like like you say, it is really deep and complex, and getting into the moralities of of life and death and all this sort of stuff. It's uh, a, a lot, probably not the best thing for you know primetime telly Saturday seven p.m. the whole family to watch and have a good time with deep in uh, introspective conversations about death and the morality and all that sort of stuff but mm. i had a good time with it i enjoyed it no i, I did too um so th- this episode so we've already said it's in cardiff um this episode opens uh with a man i can only assume he's some sort of like safety inspector nerd or something yeah his official title is safety inspector nerd yeah or something <laughs> or something yeah yeah so mr safety inspector nerd or something uh is is going about and he's like this this project you're doing, this mystery project uh, that we haven't disclosed to the audience what it is yet, it's going to do death. It's going to do death in Britain. There's going to be loads of people that die. Um, and the fun thing is we don't know who he's talking to uh, until, until we realise... Until we do. No, we don't. 
<laughs> well, we do. Then... Not yet. All right. Until they show her. <laughs> Until they show her right away, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I just, I like that... I, I like that she's somehow the, the fucking mayor of Wales now. Um, <laughs> the mayor of Wales. The mayor of Wales. I don't know how it works over there. <laughs> fucking hell. The mayor of Cardiff. They say it in the episode. Well, she's the mayor of Cardiff. Um, and she's obviously planning some sort of eerie thing. She does... This guy, this guy misses all the signs. She's like, have you showed this to anyone else? And he's like, yeah. no, why would I? Like, My man. I mean, every... <laughs> He's not the only one who misses the signs, though, because there's a scene a little later where a journalist is talking to her, and then they just go through a list of um, everyone surrounding the project who has died. One of them that she killed herself. Like, yeah. just that Margaret, not this Levine, that Margaret just killed in her car. <laughs> and no one's like, this is a bit weird. <laughs> no one's this like... This is a bit weird that you're specifically involved as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, strange. Should at least get manslaughter charges. I think it's also interesting that it implies that this Slitheine has learnt how to drive. Um, <laughs> I just, I just like the idea that she's been there for so long. She's like, I, c- I can't be walking everywhere like this. I'm in this suit. I'm farting. I'm shitting up a storm on the bus. I don't, like, I don't think there was anything preventing her from learning to drive or from driving. No, maybe not. This is a drug. <laughs> the Slitheine like to get around. This whole episode focuses on the Slitheine being a bit gnarly with their boards as well. <laughs> You're jumping too far ahead. Too I know, I know. Um, surely they did not get Mickey to commute from London to Wales instead of picking him up in the TARDIS along the way, which would have taken two minutes. How far away do you think Wales is? It's far enough on a fucking train. Yeah, but <laughs> it's not. It's not Whatever you answer, the it... TARDIS is closer. Yeah, but like the TARDIS is closer than my house to the shops. As well, though. So, like... You're just going to pop down to the shops, are you? Failing that, you'll go to Wales. That's the same in your mind. No, I'm saying that it's not an obscene journey. It's obscene enough. No, it's not. I used to do that journey all the time. We can't all be cool like you, David. I'm just saying... It's like two hours on the train, if that. I'm just saying, I think, how Mickey's been treated, maybe (laughs) someone should roll out the red carpet for him every now and then. (laughs) I, I think you're making a point of nothing here. No, come on. I thought that'd be a winner. I thought you'd be well on board for it. You hate fucking commuting. Yeah, I do. But I think a, a two-hour train you're making it seem like he's crossing oceans and, you know, fucking a great pilgrimage. But it's two hours on the train. That's enough for me. <laughs> That's more than enough. Probably would have cost you a Because you're a man well. who doesn't travel at all. You refuse. Like, if anyone... If you want to go visit friends... Oh, well, they'll have to come see you. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> so, there we go. I'm comfortable here. <laughs> um, but no, so so anyway, Mickey Mickey catches up with the TARDIS. Um, what do you think of the, the Doctor and Mickey's dynamic here? Uh, it's nice enough. It's friendly. Yeah. Having a little bit of fun, little banter. I think they've... Uh, I think they've grown a little bit. I think the, the doctor mutual, covering for Mickey. There's a mutual respect between them. Yeah. I feel like. I think the, the last time, because the, the doctor was like, come on the TARDIS. And Mickey was like, no. And the doctor was like, I won't let him on the TARDIS to like save his pride in front of Rose. I thought that yeah. was... They've obviously remembered that. And like it, it's it's gone from, you're a fucking idiot, to like, ah, Ricky the idiot. Like, yeah. playful banner. Bit uh, of fun. Which I quite liked. Yeah, yeah. bit of fun. The same... Um, 
the the same sort of kindness does not extend to Jack, however. Like, who's this new, threateningly handsome, cheesy American bastard hanging out with Rose? Yeah, I don't and like I like it. I like that the episode like plays a bit of silly music. I'm like, no, Mickey should be jealous and concerned here. <laughs> like Rose was trying to like hop on, for lack yeah. of a better phrase, in the an episode ago. I mean, it was kind of implied that at the end of the last episode, they all had a threesome. So, is it what? What? what well, there was there? all that dancing going on, weren't they? Oh yes, they were having a little rock. Yeah. Do you think it went further than that though? Hey, who's to say? Who's to say? I know we said the Ninth Doctor does fuck, but I can't imagine the Ninth Doctor having the social skills to fuck. I could, I could point you in the direction of some very explicit fan fiction where he does. <laughs> you got it on quick links of you. You, you wrote it. <laughs> no, it was just easy to find. Oh, damn. You know, yeah, if you know where to look, Nathan, maybe. Uh... <laughs> Everyone knows where to look. I'm no stranger to AO3. You won't get that reference, but I don't those, get that reference. For the, I think I've brought it up before as well, but for those who do, you know what I'm talking about. Oh no, I feel out of the loop. I'm the only other participant in this conversation, and I don't someone, know what's happening. Someone who's listening will have frequented AO3, um, and and they'll know what I'm talking about. But yeah, I'm quite horrified. Um, what do you make of the? Uh, so we get we get we get a return to a, a bit of a payoff from uh, the unquiet dead. Um, the the rift under yeah. Cardiff is yeah. sealed. Um, I forgot that that I I knew that the doctor needed to go there every once in a while. I forgot it was for the TARDIS to refuel. Did you? I did. I thought he maybe went there every now and again. Was just like, yeah, checking up. Still on closed it. up. <laughs> no, no, no. But like, obviously, if it is to open, that's you know. Horrific. No. So I thought I thought he was just touching base every now and again to be like, "Yep, do, do some Tardis, do, press ba- some buttons, and go." Yep, it's closed again. No, it's basically just a baked-in way for them to uh, film down the street. Yeah, that's that's basically what it is. Like if they don't, if they're you know if they're struggling to find a set location or they can't get to London or whatever, they'll just say, "Oh, he needs to refuel. Let's just go down the road." And then we'll- having having seen the more recent seasons, uh, wait, or having more being more familiar with them, like you are. Uh, they gone back to Cardiff in a while? No, they... they haven't gone back since like fucking the fucking season three ending. So oh, really? yeah, <laughs> so fuck Cardiff. Then that riff, that riff's done. I oh, know Torchwood were looking after it for a bit. Torchwood were keeping an eye on it, but they're all dead now. So <laughs> they are all dead. They're all dead now. So. <laughs> who knows? Is there like anything else? Unit potentially. There's a unit, but who knows? Yeah, unit closed down for a while. Now they're back up and running. Oh, but no, that's my conclusion anyway. They don't need to check on it, do they? The riff's fine. They just yeah, need to refuel. It's yeah. all good. Yeah. They, they, yeah. they just need to... Well, the doc, well, I mean, we say it's fine. In, in Torchwood, it's very much not fine because it's always popping off and then there's a big monster just appearing or whatever. Uh, I'll tell you what I did enjoy. Um, <clears throat> Captain Jack, a man from the 51st century. Yes. Hits Mickey with <laughs> a classic whatever. <laughs> Yeah. I love that. So it was so bad. It was just so. Can you imagine just being hit with a whatever? With the like, you can't see, but we're gesturing to each other as well. Like the the hand gesture of the like. I don't know if this is just a British thing, but like the whatever McDonald's worker thing. Whatever McDonald's ever... worker. Yeah. So it went whatever. Yeah. McDonald's. Oh. And you flip it upside down. So we did the same. Worker. Maybe this was a maybe this was a northern thing, but we did the. Whatever, W, Minger. Whatever, Minger. 
And then <laughs> we did That's this. far more northern, you're right. <laughs> it, is, it is very northern. Whereas, yeah. whereas down south, we're like, whatever, McDonald's work. <laughs> yeah. You're just showing your classes. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on you for, for gaining uh, employment and, and, and living on minimum wage, which is quite reasonable for McDonald's, apparently. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't know, though. I was the one saying whatever McDonald's work. I'm sure you was. So that poor minimum wage employee just trying to provide for their family. (laughs) Please, sir, do you want that as a meal? I'm like, whatever, McDonald's worker. (laughs) But yeah, I do want it as a meal, please. (laughs) Great. Um, No, I just, I love the notion that he's from the 51st century and apparently they're still doing that. Well, he's got Um, some references. Earlier on, he was like, he was trying to figure out the, the right words to use. He was like, um, cheesy, early 21st century, that's that's good. And they were like, no, mm. it's bad. But bad is good, so it's good. So, you know... Was he, bad he... good in 2005? Uh, no, probably not. No. Because my, my head went to the, the famous paedophile Michael Jackson song. Yeah. Um, when he was like, she's bad. Oh, I'm bad. I'm ba- ba- bad's really, kinda, really bad. Bad's kind of... That's come around, though. I feel like in 2023, that's kind of... Like she's a baddie. Yeah, but that's like that's sexy, right? That's like attractive. Yeah, but that's that's the same sort of thing. <laughs> Listen like, to us. She's bad. She's a she's a baddie. <laughs> oh, that but that means she's sexy, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> We're down with Gen Z. We know. We, we know what's we going on. You are Gen Z. <laughs> oh my god, I am as well. Not, yeah, not me. Couldn't be me. What? A, a, we don't know what Nathan is. So if you know I'm what a forty-five-year-old is, can you? First, I'm not forty-five. Okay. Second of all, we do know what I am. I'm a millennial. It's very simple. Uh, well, I would say you're a fossil. Uh, but that's great. Just... Well done. Good job. <laughs> Did you like how I tried to connect it and make no. it like sound the same? Yeah, but it just didn't work at all. It though, didn't did it? work. <laughs> um. Anyway. Um. Yeah. Uh. So anyway, they're, they're having their lunch. We've already spoken about. They they go for a, a bit of a lunch. They go for a lunch. The doctor sees the newspaper. Uh, the, which was printed very quickly because I feel like they was having that um, that celebration meeting launch whatever it was like that exact same day but you know who knows timelines maybe they're different um, yeah. and yeah and then he finds out that Margaret the Slovene is back so they all have to go to the Lord Mayor's office and and execute the plan of action. Uh, what, what do you think of Jack's little uh, rundown of the plan? Uh, it, it makes sense. I mean, like he's a time agent. He's very detail-oriented. Very military man, plan. isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and again, mm. this is this is one of them fun instances where the TARDIS team assembles. And this is yes. why you see it's better to have more. Basically, if, if this was without the TARDIS team, yeah. Rose is, the Doctor's like, I can't believe that she's here. And Rose is like, but didn't we explode her? And it's an exposition scene. Yeah. Whereas this is character you get a more fun interaction and i like that I, I like the implication that they've been like rose and the doctor are now accustomed to the way jack deals with shit like yeah. they you'll they get their phones out they sync up or whatever the fuck <laughs> yeah they all get their 2004 mobile phones out um <laughs> to get their speed dial or whatever ready <laughs> in a great everyone just pulls out their nokia and they are yeah. ready to go <laughs> I like that Mickey just clues in on it as though he's like, I'll, I'll do this in sync as well. I know what this is. I really um, enjoyed Mickey during this scene. I like the fact that everyone's just so on the ball. You know, they're, they're, they are the TARDIS team. They've clearly done this before. They know how to execute a plan. They know their exit strategy. They know what's going on. Mickey doesn't have a fucking clue what day it is. He's running around. He's 
Bernie's pushing over the maid or whatever. He's got a little bucket on his foot while he's running through the door. It was all good fun. I liked it a lot. You, uh, the, the the maid cart in the uh, in the in the kind of the corridor. Are you clearing that with a run up? What do you make of it? Oh, not at all. <laughs> I reckon. I reckon I can make it. Really? I don't think I'd land now. it. I don't think I'd land it. Now? Do you? <laughs> <laughs> really, Lauren? Oh, no, I think I, I think I'd make the jump. I think I'd five fuck years the ago, maybe. <laughs> I don't think, not to be mean or anything, but I don't know. I don't know if you're making that now, mate. That's fair. That's fair. I'm living in my youth. <laughs> um, anyway, the doctor gets there. Um, one of the funniest scenes uh, in season one. Just the tell her the doctor's here to see you. You get oh, one yes. of your classic Doctor Who. Uh, I I always love a Doctor Who moment. I, I, yeah, they're they're so much fun. I used to hate them. I, f- I think I said this previously. I used to hate them so much because it was just so on the nose and cheesy, and it doesn't even make sense because I feel like the natural reaction would be Doctor What, like what's your last name, really? Like Doctor Who yeah. isn't a real. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Um, but but yeah, I I always used to hate it. Now I love it though. Just give me that every time. Give me that cheesiness. It's a it's a fun bit of cheesiness. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so the, the, he goes in. Uh, you hear the teacup drop. Um, <laughs> yes. And which is obviously the she finds out that the doctor is back and she's like, oh, I was hiding so well on the front pages of newspapers in Cardiff as in a prominent government role. Well, she, um, well, she was trying to avoid the cameras. To be fair. <laughs> That's true. It's true. But not not didn't follow up on it. She's killing people that just go to the bathroom with her. Yeah. And are true. like barely know anything even though confronting her about her running someone over um but no anyway so they they go there um we get possibly the most dedicated receptionist i've ever seen yeah what's going on with this guy like (laughs) he either wants a promotion or he's knobbing her there's there's only two options (laughs) yeah there's something strange going on because the way he just like wrestles with the doctor (laughs) just like screaming leave the mayor alone (laughs) (laughs) i feel like he's been in something i feel like he's been in another episode he hasn't but he bears i think he bears a resemblance um to the doctor that uh, not he's either a nurse or a doctor um, in um, the Jadoon on the Moon episode part not Partners in Crime what's it called oh I know the one you're thinking of Smith and Jones Smith and Jones yeah um, is he that guy no he's not that guy no um, kind of well I think I feel like they're both blonde is is what's what's happened here <laughs> yeah maybe <laughs> no, but I'm thinking you know like. He looks at the guy in Smith and Jones. Looks a bit older, but I like think, you know, yeah, the guy in Smith and Jones is definitely older, and he's English. This guy is very Welsh. Oh, that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah very true. Yeah, but yeah, um, no, I, but I like I like him. But yeah, definitely <laughs> doing too much, fella. <laughs> he is, yeah. Like, but I don't know what you're getting paid, but it's not enough to be to justify this this wrestling action that's going on here. I um I like that no one else will have kind of known what happened. No one else caught um, caught Margaret in her in her schemes. Yeah. So I, the last known sighting of her was her sp- jumping out the office when a big northern man in a leather coat came to see her. Yeah. Um, he that guy's gonna get a book deal like the last sighting of the <laughs> Cardiff's mayor. Well, they do come back to the office after that. So. What to to him? Well, no, not to him, but like presumably they would have had to walk past him to go into the office. I see. God, so, you must like, be well confused about the dynamic there. Yeah. They'll just be like, don't worry about it. It's like, all right. All right. All right. I feel like he does worry about it. Though, like. <laughs> yeah. 
Maybe he just wrestles all of them again. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe there's a, there's, a, there's a deleted scene yeah. where one by one he's wrestled all of them <laughs> <laughs> until they can get into the room. Yes. Um, yeah, I like that. Um, <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid. Isn't it? Uh, the sonic screwdriver can reverse teleports. Oh, I knew you'd bring this up. Yeah, you yeah, love. I'm getting fucking you, sick of it. You love bringing up the many functions. We found out last week there's 2,488 or whatever it was. Yeah, fucking, something stupid. Fu- 2,420 88 functions of the uh, the sonic screwdriver. So. One of them can be bringing back teleports. I feel like that makes sense. It it definitely lands. I'm just wondering if there's not a scenario where the Doctor forgot that that function exists. Oh, almost certainly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But it's, it's definitely more plausible than this setting reattaches fucking physical barbed wire. I don't think it is. I think they're both equally plausible. They're both <laughs> doors. They're both nah. different kinds of doors, Lawrence. We had, we had like a 10-minute row about this last week. If you're interested... Go and go and check it out. But anyway, Mickey is racist. I told you he was. <laughs> what? Because he said she's not even a she. She's a thing. Is that racism? It's somethingism. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Maybe not racism, but it's something. <laughs> All right. There's prejudice on show here. Is it? Well, yeah, I guess. Mm. I think it's all right, though. Okay. Yeah. I could excuse this form of prejudice. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Where do you draw the line? <laughs> this is where I draw the line. Oh, okay, so this is, allowed. This is the only <laughs> prejudice allowed. <laughs> okay. Um, I was going to try and make some sort of segue here, uh, but it's not going to work. Uh, but I've put down Jack Loves a Tribophysical Waveform Microkinetic Extrapolator. I don't know what the fuck that is. Well, my my thought was going to be, who doesn't? We all we all love a tribophysical waveform microkinetic extrapolator. Is that the board? Uh, it is. It's the surfboard. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So basically, just a bunch of sci-fi sounding words that they just yeah. put together, and they're like, "This will do." Yeah. <laughs> I'm reminded on a a point you brought up once ages ago when I t- uh, spoke to you about one of my favourite series of Power Rangers. Yeah. Uh, when I told you that it was called uh, Power Rangers SPD, which stood for Space Patrol Delta, you scoffed and you went, "Those are just words." <laughs> I went, "You're right, actually. Yeah, they don't mean they don't mean a damn fucking thing." That does. I don't remember the interaction, but that does sound like me. <laughs> uh, but no. What, what, right. What do you? I think it's silly. What, I think it's board? silly, but yeah, I think it's very silly. It's a fucking, it's a futuristic surfboard. <laughs> of course, it's silly with a with a built-in um, force field around it as well. Can you imagine the, the, the biggest crime of this episode is that we didn't actually get to see fucking a big Slovene just riding a surfboard. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's like it's, the world implodes behind her. That would have been great. It would have been very gnarly, <laughs> to put it, it that way. Surf is well and truly up, mate. It's, it would. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Being great to see. Um, yeah, it's, it's very silly, but I feel that's, that's the good thing about Doctor Who, though. You'll, you'll who get your silly moments. Who could forget that it is also pan-dimensional? Um, a quality which Jack is marvelling at. So pan means all. Yeah. Um, dimensional. So, so every dimension? I guess that makes sense. Look, I'll tell you what, hang on. Let's let's break let, it down. Let's shall. fucking work this out. Shall oh, we? God. <laughs> right, let's break it down. Firstly, we've got tribo-physical. So tri is three. Yeah. I don't know what the but, fuck tribo is, but... Let's say... What's after physical? Waveform. Uh, um, okay. So just, this is a podcast. I'm reminded of just audio waves. Yeah, waveform is like a like a microwave, radio waves, audio uh, waves. Yeah. So it's a tri. Well, let's remember because whatever the waveform is, it would be a tribophysical waveform. So what does that do to it? <laughs> I don't know. We've made I, a I feel like we enormous too, error. Yeah, I feel like we were too <laughs> optimistic about our own skills. <laughs> Why? Well, so right. So tribo physical. Let's just say that is three. All right. So there's so yeah, three physical. Maybe maybe you have to have three points of contact on the board. So you know how some some people doing a kickflip might grab the board halfway through. Oh, but that's dumb. Oh, you... and, oh, and sorry. The surfboard isn't. <laughs> no, but you don't. Yeah, but I apologise for doing a dumb thing in this no. extremely <laughs> serious context. No, but that makes the dumb thing. Even dumber because you you don't want to be riding a surfboard and then just have your hand on it the whole time, do you? Um, you want to be stood upright not. surfing it. <laughs> what? This is fucking stupid. <laughs> this is what we do on Still Got Legs. We get to the bottom of this stuff. Oh, but I'm glad we did get to the bottom of this. <laughs> so your three hands on, you're surfing. Yeah, uh, you're surfing. I'm gonna say you're surfing waveforms. The waveforms are the ah yes is, is the energy that is produced from a a, a planetary explosion. Oh uh, yeah, we'll buy that. That you could surf along. Um, microkinetic. So kinetic is movement. So micro yeah. movement. So like, maybe you don't have to move as much. Maybe <laughs> you have to you have to hold it with three hands <laughs> or three limbs. You have to have three points of contact as you ride on the waveform. Yeah. Barely moving. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that it can absorb your kinetic energy to extrapolate it. Yeah, which makes sense. Extrapolate to, you know, take it, to generate it, to make use of it. I think it's certainly a word. Um, <laughs> extrapolate <laughs> is a word. I know, I know it is, but I don't know what the fuck it means. It means to, like, take. Like, if I'm extrapolating... The, I don't know, like when I make pasta, I extrapolate the water from the pasta and pour it down the sink. 
You need a cooking show, mate. <laughs> Don't mind me, guys, just extrapolating the pasta from the no, water. I'm not saying it's a word I'd use, but it's a word nonetheless. So that's that's how it works, and the fact that it's pan-dimensional, uh, which seems to be an added feature, is it, that it's possible in three oh, all dimensions. All dimensions, yes. So it's a good bit of kit. Yeah, <laughs> I'd have one. I'd have one as well. I wouldn't. I don't know how how I'd use it. So there we go. Yeah. But, I, but I would have one. That was a, that was a fun little detour we took there. Yeah, coming up fifty minutes now. Um, <laughs> I. I like the implication that Rose has wasted hours of the Doctor's time trying to pronounce Raxacoracophalopatorius. Yeah, that's a bit of fun. Yeah, it's a difficult word to pronounce, though. It's, I, you know... I have a question for you. All right. Do you remember your first correct pronunciation of the, of the, of the planet? Not at all, no. I remember practicing it in the kitchen. <laughs> what, today? Uh, <laughs> Getting ready for yeah. the podcast? Yeah, yeah, just rehearsing in the, in the like the reflection of the mirror. Um, no, I just remember. I remember um, trying to get it right, um, and my mum was saying, "You know, yeah, I think you got it that time." And I was like, "No, I didn't, mum. Stop trying to make me do it." Uh, mum, this is serious business, please. Yeah, for fuck's sake, mum. Um, so no, I remember that, and then my moment of joy was very much Rose's moment of joy. Um, like Sakorakofalapatorius. Yeah, I mean, it rolls so fucking... off the tongue now. Now it's it, yeah, it's built in, it's ingrained. Yeah, but yeah, there there was a time where it was definitely uh, tricky to get my to get my uh, tongue around, as it were. That sounds gross. Um, <laughs> we 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 have, as we've gone through this uh, silly little show, being still got legs. We've we've often discussed um, the TARDIS, um, and you know we have our opinions about the TARDIS, and and you particularly enjoy this version. Me, yes. I, I'm not as much as a fan. Um, and I tell you what, somehow they found a way to make it look even worse. You're mental. I, I actually avoided bringing this up because I didn't want to have this round. <laughs> How can you think it looks good? It's so messy and ugly. There's wires everywhere. There's yeah, big but strips. That's, but that's it. Right, my point being, right, this episode... Is the reason I love this TARDIS set, right? Go on, show, show me your the, working. Give me your thesis. The wires everywhere, the dirty floor panels like clinking in and out like it's some fucking grubby, grimy workspace, right? It's it's dirty. It's thrown together, and with the context of this is a TARDIS that has not been repaired in a long time, nor and also you know might I say just been through a fucking war. And it doesn't have the possibility to even... Not at this point, anyway. It doesn't have the possibility to go and just get a replacement. You know, the Time Lords were the only ones that had this bigger on the inside technology. Right? I think that, I think it, it, it looks exactly what a piece of shit, clunky fuck ship should look like when it's a good couple of fucking centuries into not being replaced. It barely works. It looks grubby and grimy. And the Ninth Doctor doesn't give a shit about upkeeping it. It's great. It's perfect. But it should, though. This is my issue with it. If it is, and, you know, you, you're exactly right when you say it's the last one. It's the last TARDIS. There are no others. Yeah. Um, so maybe you should keep it in better fucking nick. Especially <laughs> since it's also his home as well. It's where he lives. Have a bit of pride, man. Clean but up. I, I love that the Ninth Doctor isn't tied down to where he lives. Other Doctors, I think, would spend time in their TARDIS. I think the Ninth yeah. Doctor is out 
just distracting himself yeah, as much that. as he can. I'll take that. That's a good point. I'll take that. But like, if it is, you know, it's the last of the the time machines. Um, take good care of it. You don't want to fucking break that thing. T- keep it. You know, keep maintenance on it. The the reason I don't like it so much is because it looks like it's falling apart. It looks <laughs> like the console. I feel like the none of those switches or dials or levers on the console actually work. If you pull one, it just fall off. And like, that's that's what I love about it. I hate it. I hate it. It's gross. Look, I I don't think I don't think you're wrong. I've said right now for those of you that are think new, Nathan. Wrong. No, Nathan, <laughs> Nathan's preferred TARDIS is 12's version of the shiny TARDIS because it's got the bookcases, it's homely, uh, it's got the like the whiteboards and, and shit, right? It's also, this is another part of it as well, it's also a 360 enclosed set as well. Yeah, the, give, me, the, give me a fucking break, no, season I'm not, 10. No, I'm not... I'm not <laughs> it was introduced like season 7. But... Fuck off. <laughs> when they had the BBC America money, I know your fucking game. <laughs> yeah, the budget was definitely bigger then. Um, probably the highest it's ever been, to be honest. But yeah. still, I it's still just a three sixty enclosed set is just better. And also, it just this the interior itself just feels more alive than this one does. It's lit. See, better. I, it's lit so much better. I cannot stand the lighting of this Tardis, man. I no, think I it gets it. better during Tenant's run, but during Eccleston specifically, during the first season, it's just so drab and gloomy, and but not in a good way. It's not. It's not atmospheric gloomy. It's just it just looks dull. It just looks like it's not lit properly. Uh, fair, I take the point. Look, my fu- my final thing. Otherwise, we will do this every week. <laughs> my final two cents on the topic is: my opinion is as the TARDIS becomes, as the Doctor personalizes the TARDIS more, mm. you lose the personalization of the TARDIS, which sounds like it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense, and I feel like you're incorrect. As you start to see more of the more like the stuff the doctor puts in, i.e., yeah. the bookcase, the the whiteboard, that kind of shit, right? Yeah, it's chalkboard. Yeah. The chalkboard. The more stuff, it's an interactive whiteboard, <laughs> a smart board. <laughs> <laughs> as as the as the doctor puts more stuff in like that, yes, it's nice and it's personal, and I get it. You know, it can it's nice because it can change with each version of the doctor and blah blah blah. Yeah, right. But I think. The, on the flip side, the actual design of the TARDIS becomes so much more generic. Like, fucking, how many sci-fi, how many sci-fi shows have we watched with a big silver fucking chromey spaceship? So many, but that TARDIS isn't that though. Like on just first glance, yes, but it's so much more than that though. There's so much more personality to it, even with the the lighting and that sort of stuff, because the lighting it kind of it has a way of like reflecting the TARDIS. Like it can mm. communicate with the doctor through the lighting, basically. I don't think it's a bad design. I just, I prefer this one. This one feels like we have, we have never ever seen a sci-fi spaceship look like season one, season two TARDIS. <laughs> for good reason. I no, think. no. <laughs> I think for good reason. We'll leave it there because we will go on for ages we will, with we that. Will. And we need to get on. But, but I'm, I'm, I'm sure that's not the last time we'll, we'll have this debate. But hey. No, almost certainly not. Um, you are winning the poll on Twitter currently, though, currently which does frustrate me. Yes. So there we go. I fucking love that this episode just U-turns into a philosophical debate about the meaning of life. Uh, Yeah, it's good shit, man. Yeah, very good shit. 
And I've also put, if Mickey's not careful, he's going to fall down a pavement crack into a big cave that isn't Torchwood yet. <laughs> no, Torchwood was around at this time. Jack was around. Jack was just probably like four feet away, just keeping quiet. So was he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jack, Jack was. Jack's been around since like, well, in Torchwood Cardiff since like fucking eighteen hundreds or some shit. Um, oh, I suppose he has. Yeah, because yeah. in that Torchwood episode, they do all their backstories, don't they? Yeah, yeah. And then there's one specifically where it's like nineteen ninety nine. He's he's like in the tortured thing, so so Is yeah, he's in that institute around. underneath the thing though. Yeah, 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 the same one, the same one. So he's definitely he's definitely around. He's just keeping quiet. <laughs> Imagine a scenario: Mickey falls down the crack in the door, right in that little, you know, the little pavement slab that takes yeah. him down. Mickey falls down the cracks, lands, and there's Jack with a slightly more robust haircut, going shh. <laughs> you can't tell anyone what you saw here today. <laughs> That would be pretty. Funny. Oh no, they'd they'd give him they'd give him that pill that that they every time in Torchwood that they do something that a character shouldn't remember. They're like, yeah, drink this pill, them. yeah, drug, him. yeah, <laughs> What a show! <laughs> Let us know if you want us to do anything like that. By the way, if I mean, you ever want us to cover a Torchwood, probably won't be until after we've caught up with Doctor Who. So, no, yeah, you will have to wait like quite a while, probably a good three years or yeah, so. Yeah, at least. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I. I tell you what, I love the fucking the concept of the Doctor is kind of forced to confront that he doesn't do this. He doesn't wait around. Yeah, he makes a choice, probably kills some people. And I remember you saying um, when we did World War Three that it's a raw choice that the Doctor just is like death. Then yeah, die. Um, and and you kind of I did I don't know what does it mean to you that he kind of has to sit with this and really consider what he did. It's a it's a progression of it. Like I say, it's the progression of the Doctor that we've seen throughout this season. Like because, like I said in those episodes, in the specifically, I think the World War Three was the second part one. Like there wasn't really much hesitation. Like yes, he had the moment where he said to them, "Leave this planet or I'll stop you." But even after that, where it came down to it, he it wasn't a decision he was wrestling with. It was like, "Let's do it. Let's let's fucking let's you know let's bomb these cunts. Let's go." Um. Sure that's that's verbatim i'm pretty sure yeah, exactly <laughs> let's do it let's bomb these cunts <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't a difficult decision for him uh at all really it was just just what he had to do so he did it this one uh because he spent time with uh rosen to some extent jack i'd say um he had definitely has softened a little bit and now he has to actually reflect on those choices mm. that he's made and if he can and this time as well it's a lot more personal as well like margaret is intentionally making it more personal um you know as a way to kind of get out of it so obviously it's going to be a little bit more difficult there but i I definitely do enjoy the way he's having to wrestle with all of that stuff Mm. i do do you think the doctor would have gone through with it um had his uh, hand not been forced a different way i i think so ah hard with the ninth doctor isn't it yeah it it is it is hard specifically what what i'm thinking of is if if she hadn't specifically mentioned how the execution happens which is quite gruesome the literally boiled alive and your insides spill out and you're still alive looking at it like that is particularly brutal and dark like not to show my hands but more on that later okay i see um if if um if it wasn't for that then i i think that he might have gone through with it 
But I feel like knowing that information, I feel like even for the ninth Doctor, I think that that's possibly a step too far, and and he mm. wouldn't have gone through with it. I also think that that's bollocks. What the you think what Margaret's saying is bollocks? I think it's at least exaggerated because I I genuinely believe there's a world she could have turned the tide and got the Doctor maybe not drop her off with a Slovene, but at least just throw her on a fucking desolate planet somewhere and be like live like a fucking hermit. Mm. Um, but I'm, I can't, can't bring myself to take you to your death. Possibly. Um, I, I think there's, a, but I, but I also think she laid it on too thick. Every the doctor was like, "Oh, the steak looks nice," and she's like, "I guess I will soon just be a bit of meat because I'll be dead, and you are the one that's doing it, and I'm sad." Yeah. Um, I know she's begging for her life, but yes, she's obviously got something up her fucking sleeve. Yeah, of course. Or, or I mean, out of I, her hand, firing I'm, them darts. <laughs> yeah I think like I said I think it's mostly her just trying to get out of it basically just trying yeah. to appeal to not necessarily appeal to it but just trying to you know convince him really of um well they're, they're con artists the Slovene aren't they yeah exactly they're all a bit shady <laughs> fucking uh, was it like Del Boy-ish yeah, they're all de- they're all a bunch of Del Boys. No, Del Boy's got a hard gold, really. No, no but like what Del Boy does, like yeah. snake oil salesman kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, no, I just I love it. Um, uh, anyway, um, <laughs> sorry, what? what? <laughs> I just thought of a bit from Only Fools and Horses, which made me laugh. It's where Del Boy is trying to sell like a big eighties mobile phone in a pub to like one of his mates and he's like <laughs> and he's and there's no signal on the phone because he sells dodgy shit which just doesn't work and there's there's no signal on the phone so the guy he's trying to sell to can't hear anything there's no signal on this and he's like uh, I know what that is I know that's alright the satellite has moved out of position you see <laughs> uh, hang about there'll be another one along in a minute that's quite good. <laughs> oh, this show makes me laugh so much. <laughs> right, let's... If you like Rose, maybe tune out. Okay. <laughs> We've been building to this all season. <laughs> I fucking hate Rose in this episode. Oh, I feel like that's a bit much. Come on now. Nah, she's... She's 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 not about it. Not for me. <laughs> Look, I see where you're coming. I don't hate Rose. Let me just say, because I support women, Lawrence. Um, I do too, but Rose, I can't say what I was about to say. Right? Why? 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 Why is it? Why is it? Why don't you hate her? What? Why is that no, too much? I, look. Why do you support what Rose is doing in this? I don't. I don't. Why do because... you think this is an appropriate way to conduct yourself? <laughs> why am I on trial? Here? Why do you agree with all the choices Rose has made in this relationship? I don't agree. Look, I've said it from the beginning. I fully support Mickey. Okay. I think Mickey. I know what you've been... said since the beginning. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Mickey has been well and truly um, forgotten about unfortunately by rose mm. at times and and he has a great moment in this episode where he like you know he tells her he's been dating someone else and he's like he can't even try and have another relationship because he'll just come running the second rose arcs and all that sort of stuff yeah. um she's got he's him on been rising up trisha from the shops <laughs> yes well done Lawrence. thank you <laughs> You got your fun little Risen reference in. Well done. <laughs> Great. Most of what I do on this show, and I realise this while making these notes, 
is either read something verbatim, which I know you didn't write down, like the fucking Hoover Max Pro or whatever the fuck it is that Jack brings up about the surfboard. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's that's most of what I do. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad you're a part of this show. I wrote her name was Trisha from the shops. So. <laughs> invaluable, um, invaluable contributions. Yeah, yeah it's, it's true, it's true. Thank go you, on, thank go you. on. Um, yes, look, I, I understand. Um... I don't know. It's pretty bad, isn't it? <laughs> Shall I tell you where I'm at and see if you yeah see if you come up with anything? Um, uh, Mickey, before this big conversation, yes. Mickey says to Rose, his girlfriend, by the way, um, who Rose? Rose, kind of. All right. Where was the conversation about breaking up? Very true. Yes. Yeah. I agree. So in yeah. Mickey's eyes, a loyal king yes. should stand his ground. But I mean, he is also dating someone else, but yes. Yeah. Fucking right. He deserves to get his... <laughs> Don't say that. No. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> I can see where I was going. Don't say that. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I think he's earned a few. <laughs> All right. No, not not as in a few as in women, as in like he's 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 earned the right to be a bit fucking lenient with his loyalty. Okay. Because it's been tested and for the most part he's been fucking he's been there. He's All even right. been hacking into the fucking <laughs> fucking government computers for her when she calls. He's no, been look, typing my... Buffalo non stop. <laughs> he loves it. <laughs> no, my my thing is right, so in, 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 in my eyes, I think there's still a couple, I think. I think they both know that that's fucking tenuous at best. Yes. But Mickey should not be shaking like a leaf at the prospect of asking his girlfriend out on a date. That that's no. It's, a, it's poor form from Rose there. What she's like reduced him to. But she, but she's not. She's not making him. You know, nothing she's doing is causing him to be nervous while asking her out for a date. She's, I, think, she's I very, think she's inflicted she, internal damage to him where he's he thinks he's going to be laughed very, out the fucking door. She's very agreeable and happy to go on the date though. She's she's right she's up for it. Yeah. But I also think there's an element of like when Mickey's like, "Do you want to go and tell the doctor?" and she's like, "No, I don't have to tell him what I do." And I'm like, "Yeah, but you will though, won't you? You'll go back and you'll tell him." Like, she doesn't though. No, but she'll go back and the doctor will be like, "Don't run off," and she'll be like, "Sorry, doctor." Like, I, I just, I don't know. I don't like it. Um, Look, I don't like it either. I'll make that clear. I, I do not like it. And I, and I do think Mickey, or, you know, my heart does feel for Mickey during this episode because mm. he he is getting royally just messed around. And it's and it's hard. It is very hard to to support Rose for throughout this episode, basically, because, you know, Feel bad for Mickey. She says some stuff. I think the, in the last episode, I we spoke about how um, Nine and Rose have a have a, a level of a romance, and we kind of debated that for a second. Yeah. And I made the point that I think Rose is emotionally immature. Yes. Um. And she's never she's never proven me more right than when Mickey was like, "Let's go on this date. I'm here. For, I got on a two hour train to bring you a passport so that you can." what take the TARDIS through customs like you don't need this fucking shit you've just called me and I've and I've come here running like a mug yeah to be fair she she like kind of admitted she didn't need the passport it was just because so, she wanted to see him 
No, and but, but what I'm respecting is the level is that Mickey probably knew that too and came yeah. anyway. Yeah. And then Mickey's like, "Shall we go on a date?" And Rose is like, "Yeah, sure." And he's like, "Also, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna level with you. I, I had this. This happened." Yeah. And Rose is like, "You don't even like her, and she's fat." Yeah. And I'm like, "Way to be classy, Rose." <laughs> yeah. It's it's that that moment's not great from Rose. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, can't, can't really defend it to be honest. <laughs> it's just, it's just yeah. I, I, maybe I'm being a bit deep on Rose because I get it. Like, who wouldn't? I, I'll be honest. I probably wouldn't go and see all the time and space. Like Nathan said earlier, I don't like going. I don't like getting on a train, let alone going. <laughs> if I couldn't do all this running. No, I mean you. Yeah, like it's it's long. I'd say I watch it. Do we do? Yeah, I'd, I'd say maybe. Can I move the sofa in? If I can, take the sofa and me. Show me a few planets, be owned by T. Right? Yeah. That's that's my feeling. Sure. Um, but maybe when I was 19, I wouldn't have said that. Maybe I would have done my spry running about. Um, but no, my, my point being, I just think... What I would do is I would say, take me back to um, the 1960s and let me buy a house for like five quid or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then just bring me back to the modern day and let me just move in to this. Yeah. This I like that. And also, if also if I really wanted to travel in time uh, with yeah. the doctor, I'd say, can you go back five years and pick me up when I have more stamina? <laughs> yeah. And and I'm sure I'm sure you would have come over. <laughs> no, look, I'm 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 laying into Rose. I just think she received a bit of a dressing down from Mickey, and yes. fucking, and it's it's high time. It, it was high time, and it was a great dressing down as well. It was a really good scene uh, from Mickey as well. Um, yeah, very much enjoyed that. Welcome back to Nathan Nitpicks a Thing. Yes! Um, this is where Nathan nitpicks a silly little thing that really doesn't mean anything. It's just something that strikes me as wrong um, or pointless. Um, Margaret's all up for having dinner in bondage, as we all would be. Who doesn't love a bit of dinner in bondage? It's great. Oh, yeah. Um, there is one moment, though, when the earthquake is going off. Um, Margaret is having trouble keeping up with the doctor. Um, and she's like, oh, the bracelets, I'll get zapped if I'm more than 10 feet away from you. And he's like, oh, yeah, fair enough, I'll take them off. And then he just holds her hand and then stays with her the rest of the journey to the top. What is the point of taking them off if you're then just going to hold her hand? Sorry, David. If you're then just going to hold her hand and just keep her well within 10 feet of you for the rest of the trip <laughs> back to the TARDIS. Like, just leave them on at that point. You know? He's taking some silly risks. Um, unnecessary risks. If I it was say. me, I would have... Um, like, If I was given that power, I'd be like... But like, you did almost fucking blow up the human race and sell sell parts of the Earth for, like, fucking, I don't know, radioactive fuel or whatever. Yeah. I would just... I, midway through the dinner, I would get up and just run to the other side of the restaurant and watch <laughs> her get zapped just for a laugh. Brutal. <laughs> she, fucking, she knows what she did. Like, she deserves it. Harsh. All that, all that talk of morality and death and all of that lost on Lawrence. Not a chance. <laughs> nah, um, <laughs> not having it. But yeah, that was Nathan nitpicks the thing. Like I say, it doesn't mean anything. It has no weight on the episode. It's just a silly little thing that I like. I, like, I, I like it. Yeah, it's good. No, that's, it's a good point. Lawrence, this episode is very long. Should we um, do weird over the week? One more thing. A few more okay. things. Very quick oh, things. Oh, fucking hell. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll rush through them. Firstly, um, Mickey makes his choice. He liberated himself. What king? Um, 
good on you, Mickey. Uh, I'm sure you'll never pine after Rose ever again. Um, yeah, certainly <laughs> not in the very next episode. Well, yeah, actually, exactly. no, the next one after that. That being said, uh, there is a moment where Mickey and Rose are mid-argument. A big earthquake hits. The TARDIS starts fucking smashing this beam of light in the air. Yeah. And Ro- and Mickey's like, yeah, go on then, run off back to the doctor. Like, where are you going to go, bro? You- Home. That's what, no, but... Cardiff Central. I'm getting in, if there's an earthquake, I'm getting in the TARDIS. I'm sorry. You're always getting in the TARDIS, though. You take That's the TARDIS me. to the shops. <laughs> that's true yeah I would yeah um, the you're pleading for mer- uh, you're pleading for mercy through a dead Ooh, woman's lips yes hardest line of the season oh, so far oh so good I remember I'm, I meant to write that one down I didn't I'm glad you did um, yes very good line I have Something value that- on the show I told you I just <laughs> write stuff down he's proved his worth everyone <laughs> he's earned another week yay <laughs> no very good line yeah very haunting um, very much enjoyed also, you forget, like, she, we've only yeah. ever really seen her as Massively. that character, but she fucking, she was someone. Yeah. Crazy. She had a life. She had presumably a family, everything, yeah. but no. Anyway, Nathan, play the theme. Weirdo of the week. What a great theme, Lawrence. Uh, this is a segment of the show where we like to take a moment to focus in and um, reflect on the weird and wonderful and grubby little characters who cross our screens each and every week. Lawrence, who is your weirdo of this week? My weirdo uh, is is more of a body and institution, okay. Nathan. It is the Raxacorico-Fallopatorian government uh, <laughs> yes. who decree the method of death sentence executions. Right. Uh, I... I'll, I'll get straight to the point. I think there's something hypocritical about saying this entire family are too evil to live and we exile them. And then, like, what, but if they come back, we'll bring them to justice. And our method of justice is to bubble up a cauldron of acid, strip their fucking skin and bone away, and watch their organs drip out in a fucking puddle of goo Did while they they're alive. Them? Hmm? Did they exile the Slovene? Uh, no, but they're quite. Cry- maybe not exiled, but they're, they're never allowed to set foot back there. Well, yeah, that's that's the whole be... thing. She can't just go back, can she? Yeah, but I don't think they're ex Well, I, I don't know. You well, get they, the impression they never, that they are. Cause... They were never like, yeah, but they were never like told to get off the planet. They like had already left of their own accord, and then were... well, they say the Slovene family is very big and there's settlements everywhere. Yeah. I don't know why there'd be like settlements if they were because they're all evil. Yeah, well, I don't know. Either, either way, one day they one day they left. Either way, <laughs> yeah. Death penalty sucks as it is. Why are you going to make yeah. it worse? Hey, it's pretty bad. It's pretty gruesome. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty... I mean, maybe that's custom there. Maybe that's the equivalent of just a light and breezy hanging where we're from. <laughs> um, Which is pretty gruesome and obviously I mean, not yeah, something we do anymore. <laughs> yeah. I think the last one was like the 60s, maybe? I don't know. But the, la- the last fucking legal one, anyway. Oh, you're talking about lynching. That's a whole other thing. Oh no 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 no! I mean, I meant like I'm sure there's some government. Oh no no! Reddit Reddit 4chan Jeffrey Epstein. I did it. Well done, mate. Do you remember when everyone in that video of Saddam Hussein getting hung on their 2004 mobile phone? I was way too young to see that. <laughs> yeah, I was way too young to see a lot of things. Hope it didn't like... have any kind of lasting <laughs> impact on me. 
<laughs> who knows? What a dark turn. Um, Nathan, who is your weirdo of the week? Uh, <laughs> debate and leaving that in. Um, <laughs> my weirdo of the week is Saddam Hussein. <laughs> <laughs> um, my weird. Do you reckon strange? Doctor Who will ever do an episode? No, I don't, Lawrence. No, I don't. <laughs> um, they did Hitler. <laughs> Let's move on. Um, <laughs> I uh, think that. Um, what, what am I doing? Where am I? Weirdo of the week, Nathan. Oh yeah, I don't know who. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. I don't know. I forgot about this segment until we started to record. Um, so I'm gonna do a little cop out this week, and my weirdo of the week. It, we've already discussed it, but it's the little 21 year old receptionist nah, um, who works for the mayor and just loves uh, Margaret way too much to uh, due to his you know his wrestling with the doctor. So. Goes on for a while that race. Does he's re- he is he's holding him back for quite a while. I feel like either he that skinny little twenty year old has some surprising strength, or the doctor is just I don't know playing with him a little bit. So maybe maybe he enjoys a wrestle and he's not had, had the chance to do it in a while. <laughs> so <laughs> well, I can know it's been since my first body I was doing, last doing a bit of wrestling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly um so there we go what a wonderful and silly little segment indeed indeed what a good time all round uh thank you for sticking with us for a slightly longer episode uh apologies if you do not know who adam is uh <laughs> and you likely skipped like the opening 20 fucking minutes um listen there's still some time to to, to cast your vote on our weekly poll no uh, no well yeah but like Hours you'll, you'll have maybe point. an hour or so yeah and that's if you like listen to this like when it goes up so well like, if you didn't then well you were fucking late but either way right there'll be another you have until tuesday morning i think there we go then tuesday maybe. morning or maybe uh, not, i don't know no have we got a poll for we got a poll for next week yeah Maybe. probably i don't know what it is yeah we'll figure it out we'll, we'll do the one we said we were gonna we'll do the shelved one which was which gun would you use to shoot adam <laughs> um, which is always a good one uh anyway whole, whole point of that was a clever fine trying to be clever way of saying go follow us on twitter we are at still got legs pod on twitter give us a follow interact with us we have enjoyed uh hearing all your weird opinions um about what doctor's clothing is better or whatever the fuck we talk about there uh have a good time tell your mates it's a new show so uh you know any hoovians out there um you know show it to your mum show it to your dad doctor who was a big family experience back in the day uh, everyone, maybe still is everyone gather around the old podcast player whilst we listen to still got legs this week fun for the whole family <laughs> put this on at house parties uh, <laughs> yeah. nothing gets the mood going like saddam hussein interactions hey yo um, gro- hey yo let me have your <laughs> this shit fight <laughs> I'm picturing, you know, the meme of like skip the skip that theme song, and it's the weirdo of the week, and it's like, yo, not this one, bro. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Give us a little, uh, give give us a follow, uh, share us out there. Um, genuinely, we like to hear people's weird takes. We made this podcast. We have another podcast, but we made this one specifically because we really enjoy talking about this show, as dumb as it can be. Yes. Um, no question is too stupid. Uh, so please hit us up for our takes, your takes. Uh, whatever 
Uh, Nathan, we have another podcast. Uh, I've forgotten what it's called. What's it called? It's called another. Have you genuinely forgotten what it's called? Or no, is this I'm, a I'm throwing segment? it to you, Nathan. Ah, I see. Yes, it's called Another Happy Pod. That comes out every Fridays at 10, every Friday uh, at 10 a.m. Um, the latest episode, we talked all about The Last of Us, the hit HBO TV series. So Epic. go listen to that if you enjoy um, crying. It's good, yeah. I, I enjoy crying. I'll go check that out. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So new episodes of that every uh, Friday at ten a.m. Uh, these episodes, that. what? I did say that. Yeah, but I was fucking going into my thing. Oh, you on These episodes, Nathan. Yeah. Uh, so hang on, I got a, I got a better one for you. Speaking of ten a.m., Nathan, did you know that on Monday there's a new episode of this show? Uh, two episodes left of uh, Chrissy Eck. So uh, and we'll never see in. him again. Then we'll never see. Yeah, we won't actually, will we? In the show, apart from one clip in the uh, 50th anniversary. Um, oh, have we found that clip yet? Yeah, Has that it's, been? It's in. I think it is. Yeah, it's, it's. I'm pretty sure it's in the Doctor Dances. Pretty sure it was last week. And for my next trick. Oh no! Or maybe it's coming up. Yeah, it is. And for my next trick, right? Maybe because there's some fancy flying in the next episode, or maybe the episode after. Yeah, maybe. Maybe we'll see. Real question though, what sweater was he wearing? <laughs> was it the red or green? <laughs> Who knows? Very Christmassy, the ninth doctor, isn't he? He's a Christmas boy. Oh, you know, I just clocked he never did a Christmas special. No, he didn't, unfortunately. Deprived. Robbed, we were. Robbed, indeed, we were. Anyway, uh, thanks. Give us a review. Uh, Nathan, tell him how. So you go to your podcast platform of choice. You go to the rate and review section and you give us five stars or more you can't give us four it won't let you so don't even bother trying just give us five stars and uh tell us how much you love this silly little show or how much you hate it you can say whatever you want just give us five stars that's the main thing yeah we value your opinion but only if it's <laughs> hidden under a veil of i love this <laughs> yeah um and then yeah we can choose which ones we do and don't read uh thanks everyone we will see you next week for uh B- blythe droog um i don't know what it's called but maybe. <laughs> Good. Bye. <laughs>